Welcome to Let's Share, hosted by me, Leah Byers, president and founder of Havanita Ministry, a faith-based nonprofit that promotes the human interaction of sharing what we have and expressing what we need. The guests in the podcast are the people who I have connection stories with and have something meaningful to share in their communities of connection. Thank you for listening. Let's share. Pastor Yvonne Paris, how are you? I am great. How are you? Great. Welcome to Let's Share, our very first effort of Havanita Ministry to have a podcast. And I'm so excited that as a member of the Havanita Ministry board, you have made a decision to be the very first guest. So is there anything you'd like to share about Havanita Ministry or your passion to serve in this way? I just love the idea of having need a ministry where we are just offering to be the hands and feet of Jesus to anyone who's in need and to also keep, uh, I love the fact that we are keeping our community aware of different things that are available to them. And so all that that encompasses, I, th- I believe that we are going after. And I also believe that it's something that God has his hand on. Well, thank you. And thank you so much for your service and And I know you pray, and I know this is a piece of your heart, as it should be for every Christian to share. So it's just, again, sharing what we have and expressing what we need and whatever those things are, that's what we need to do to be supportive and to ensure that nobody suffers. So we just keep going. One of the things that I love to talk about in our podcast is the way we connect it and just (laughs) Because we want to represent how God brings people together and without the specifics necessarily of the organizations. Would you like to share a little bit? Well, I'm just blown away at it all because little did we know that we would ever connect. But I was first connected with your daughter. We did a mission trip together. I thought she was just a very fine young woman. And I could see that she loved Jesus. And we were doing a mission trip in Haiti. So that was one of the biggest challenging uh, missions I've ever done. But the poise and the finesse that she had, I ha- I just thought, man, I don't know who her parents are, but they did a good job. And then lo and behold, you and I get to meet and we're meeting, you know, about a facility that we want to open up. Uh, for people to get the help that they would need. And then we find out that we both did children's ministry. We had so much in common. And, And I never felt like it was awkward conversation with you or anything was strange. It just felt like I met my sister and we've had conversations over and over again. And I've always felt supported uh, by you, but I also wanted to support everything that you were doing. And so then it was, then, you know, we had this transition in our lives and it was happening at the same time. So our lunches and and those prayer times were were monumental for me. Um, And now here we are. (laughs) And here we are. And I have to say that uh, it's just interesting how the Lord does order the steps of things that are so much bigger than we can think about. So my daughter had that experience. It led her into the medical field and she married a Haitian 
second generation young man. So I actually have a grandson that is half Haitian, a son in love, I call him. And it is just amazing to see how God used that. And the fact that you have served so many people that we actually found out six degrees of separation are much closer than Mm -hmm. we imagined. So it's it's amazing to see that and also that being of a similar generation some shifts in our life at the same time which is yes. fascinating uh mm-hmm. that we were able to kind of like you said have some lunches support each other and and just really see how god used something like that here we thought we were just trying to collaborate our organizations and build you know one thing and it turned out right. that it was for something completely different because the pandemic hit and all that kind of shut down for a little while so True. you know it's just interesting you know what <laughs> god does and and how he uses those things and so that's one of the things that's just so amazing to me when we talk about you know those connections and when you're sharing it's not just that you're giving but you also get to receive and the yeah. fact that both of us have received something and been able to give something in this relationship has been amazing I'm so grateful. Very true. Very true. We always talk about God's timing, right? But then when you, and a lot of times you have to reflect and you look back and you say, oh, that's what you were doing. And you get to see his hand in it all. Even when you're in a place where it feels as though nothing's happening, God is still moving and he's working things out. And so, yeah, who would have ever thought, but it's for his kingdom and it's for his glory. And so just to know that the father sees everything that we're doing and that his hand is upon it, we are really striving to live for him and to and to represent him and to serve him. There's nothing like it. Nothing at all like it. <laughs> it it's amazing. And I always am amazed at the 2020 hindsight of things. You talked and other things that we've done together about the Mm -hmm. gifts and opportunities of challenging seasons of life. And then you look back in 2020 hindsight and you go, oh, okay, that was was the gift or that was the opportunity that would have never happened without that. So I think it's just an amazing thing and just so grateful again to know you and and have that relationship. And one of the things that like to do in this podcast is just have the opportunity to talk a little bit more about the things that you are passionate about doing right now in the season and maybe even the organizations or organization that you are wanting to promote because that is something that we want to coach people through is how we can both serve and be served and so i would start from when this great big transition happened after serving in ministry for 17 years and hearing god's voice and him saying you know that your time is finished here, but nothing else. And that was it. It was just, you're finished. And walking in that place of obedience, of just stepping out and expecting God, because my greatest desire is to obey and be spent by God, however he wants to spend me. And so this was one of the greatest challenges for me that I can recall beyond my previous years, because I really felt I was in my sweet spot and everything was good. And out of nowhere, now it's time for a new change. And I'm so grateful though, because even in that place of uncertainty of what God was doing and what he wanted me to do, I just continued to just posture myself in that place of expectation, but also keeping my ear close to his heart to know what it was that he wanted to happen next. I think sometimes we underestimate God's rest. 
when he just puts us in a place of rest. And I've come to respect it even more now because he knows more of what we need sometimes more than, than we do. And we, we're busy doing the work of the Lord, but there are times that he has to put us on time out and we get to do this place of rest and abiding in, in his presence. And in doing so, it helped connect me back to my family. I got to be with my daughter at the birth of her son, and I got to be very present there, something that I didn't have the opportunity to do before. And in that, you know, it just opened up my heart to the things that God had been doing all this time. And now I get to pour that over into more into my family, more connection was happening. And um, I got to be and continue to be a part of my grandson's life, which has been a whole different <laughs> experience. Uh, but it had what it has done is just given me more time and space, not only for my family, but to serve in the church, but in a different way. It makes me keenly aware of the presence of God with his people. And it does it felt very close to my heart right now is that God wants his church to unify, that these walls have to come down. And we need to remember that we serve the one and true and only God. And regardless of these different stipulations, that what's most important is that we unite together and love one another with pure hearts. And we serve our God and take that gospel out there. And so that's the thing that has been resting deeply inside of me. And I also believe that God, in, in the beauty that he has created with all races and cultures and ages, that he wants us to really embrace that, like really, truly embrace it, that we have more similarities than we do differences, but we can celebrate our differences and our similarities, you know? So... I mean, you start me into talking about stuff like that, but that is a great passion in my heart, not only to serve, but to, to really show the world what it looks like to really, truly love each other, no matter what we look like or how we do certain things. Ultimately, the church can be that real model and example to the world. And I believe things would change big time when the church comes together and unite together, support one another, and speak the truth of God, no matter what. Yeah. So that's where I've been. Well, one of the things that uh, came to mind when you were saying that is, and I've been thinking about this, and the global picture, so much changing, and so many things crashing, and mm -hmm. a lot of denominations, and in the Christians are always, have always been experiencing some persecution in some parts of the world, or what have you, but that we're going to find as things go along that our commonalities are going to be more important than our differences. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and our core absolutely. beliefs are yeah. more important than if we use a certain instrument in church or if we sing a certain song or it's really, it's our, our heart mm -hmm. you know, that's going to matter in the end. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we, we've just got to stop getting stuck in these things that these distractions that hinder us from being all that God has called us to be. You know, when I look at the early church and we have that as an example, and the scriptures say that they had all things in common. And it says that no one was without. And I love that. It's like everyone had their 
eyes on each other to make sure that they were well taken care of. And that was an example. And I'm sure it had an impact on wherever they were because they saw a community of people coming together and it wasn't, it wasn't fake. It was a real, like it was really deep into their hearts to do this. So powerful. So that the scripture allows us to see how powerful and, and how authentic it was to where we see with, you know, Ananias and Sapphira, how really strong that was at that particular time. But I don't believe it was just for then. I believe that it can still happen now. But we have so many distractions and, you know, divisions amongst our community of believers. But I still have a hope. I have that hope that this can happen and it can be and that God is glorified in it all. But it does require just a a change of heart and an openness to what it is that God is doing and wants to do. But it's for real that unity you can't when 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 the church unifies oh my lord the big c yeah the big c, the big c. yeah then we would respond to poverty as the you know and we would respond to we would take care of the widows as the bible says take care of the orphans like we will really be charging forward with what god has called us to do and to be but we got to be aware of the of these things these small things that are distractions just to keep us from fully operating in the call of the church. That's where I am. That's what I'm praying for. And my realization is we do it one day at a time. We spread this one day at a time. We reach out to each other. That's why I love some of the organizations that I'm a part of where it doesn't matter what your denomination is. We can come and study the word of God. We can share our experiences with each other. We can encourage one another Uh, We can cry out for each other. That's the beauty of the gospel. It's the beauty of living for Christ, that we can do that. I think that what you're saying is is very important to understand because there's a range of experiences I think people have. Sometimes the pandemic has shut down a lot of people from going to church. Yeah. And the church should be a place of, of sharing in not just money or food or, you know, the gospel is obviously very important, but Mm -hmm. it's a, the gospel's intention is for us to know that we're accepted. And if we're accepted by Christ, we can accept each other and can provide the support that he's guided us to to do that important thing. It should be a place of refuge. Yes. And I'm also thinking about us paving the way for our generations to come. We serve a generational God and we need to do this. We need to prepare that way so that our generation, my grandkids, your grandkids, that they, this is an automatic for them, that they, it's just a part of who they are as part of their DNA to embrace all people and to love people and to stand and walk in truth. Whatever that looks like, I think we should be willing to do. And we stand, we stand on the backs of those who pioneered that for us, those who were on their knees praying and crying out to God for us. And so we have a responsibility, a God responsibility to continue to pave that for them, for our kids to come. Let them see us serve. Let Let them see us going into these different places and proclaiming the name of Jesus and love, letting people know Jesus really does love you. We And and so I love to carry my grandson. Everywhere I'm going, I carry him with me. I want that to be the norm for him. 
is it becomes a part of the DNA of our generations to come. Well, the other thing that I was thinking about as you were sharing is how important it is for us to, like you said, model it. Mm-hmm. And also that I had in the last six months, I lost two women that were probably the most supportive of me mm-hmm. in ministry. And one was my mom. Mm-hmm. in December and recently a young a woman relatively young not even 50 who wow. passed away and was my assistant in ministry for nine years oh, wow. and the amazing thing about both of those women is how many people these women they they weren't rich women had they had challenges of of life in different seasons and the the more recent one my my assistant was a woman a, a, had immigrated a single mom and just some very challenging, challenging health issues. Over 200 people attended that funeral. And they were from all church. And when I say Big C Church, from her career and time with the church that we worked for to the other church that she went on to that her daughter worked for, who had worked for B for a short season too. And also as she had worked for a, a Christian business. And a lot of those people showed up and this is a person that she wasn't, wasn't rich or powerful. She was just there and present and people loved her so much, Mm. Uh, her commitment to just, to just share and be who she was and an amazing woman. And so committed to her daughter that her daughter is amazing. And, you know, when you look at that and you think about what's happening today with so many people walking away from church or not even ever going, not Mm -hmm. understanding, like when you're gone, that there are people that actually can celebrate your life. Part of that is about being connected and knowing people and knowing that they love you, not just because for you, they also love the Lord and you share that, you share that. So I don't know if that makes sense, but to me, I, you know, as you're talking about that, I'm thinking about there's a bigger picture here of the relationships that we need and how we can support each other. And that's what it was. She, she was very supported by the big C church Mm -hmm. and those individual churches, but she also was very supportive. Yeah. So it was a given, it was a have and need a give. That's the beauty in our life is there's always an exchange, I think. When I was thinking of going on my first mission to going back to the Haiti trip, you know, you go there with the idea that you're going to be giving, right? I'm coming to help the help the people and this, that, but you don't realize what they pour back into you. And my life was, was really changed by what I saw in Haiti. I saw people with little to nothing, but when we would go into the, the service of church, they would give their all. They would worship and you would hear their laughter and you would wonder how, how, you know, like, how are you able to do this? And you don't even have shoes on your feet, but they would come in and give God their all. And they were genuine, even in their friendship and kindness, you know, and and it kept me in that frame of mind of how privileged we are here that we take so much for granted, Uh, you know, just even hot running water. That whole week, I showered in cold water (laughs) and couldn't wait to experience the hot water again. But it's just those simple things that we take for granted. But even in all of that, the exchange that happened, we connected and they blessed my, they blessed my heart and soul. 
and I'll never forget it. Yeah, it was it was it was challenging, but it was so rewarding at the same time. And so when we live out our lives, we should live it out to not just to receive, but give, give. And the Bible says it's more blessed to give than it is to receive. But even just know that when we give, we are receiving something in return. Absolutely. And uh, so, yeah, it's hard for me to receive sometimes because I love to give. But even there, God is is working in my heart with that because sometimes when we don't receive from people, we're, we are stepping into, we're blocking what they, their purpose or what God has, is doing through them. So I don't want to hinder anybody from fully operating in the gifts and, and talents that God has given to them. So I'm learning to receive, but I tell you, I just believe our, our lives are to be that way where we do, we, we learn how to exchange love and goodness and kindness and yeah, and even peace, like learning to be peaceful people in the midst of turmoil that we can bring this Jehovah Shalom into our spaces, especially in the times that we're living in now. Absolutely. Well, one of the things that I like to do is to just let people know about organizations that we are serving right now. And I'm wondering if maybe you'd like to just share the church that you are serving at right now. Let people know what a blessing it is. I am right now uh, serving at 3W, which is Worship Without Walls, a church where we just want to serve our God and serve our community. And um, I'm in a group of people who really love the Lord and we're not ashamed of the gospel. So I'm serving there with small groups. I'm serving on the worship team and it has just been phenomenal. And I I will honestly tell you that I feel like my spirit has been reignited again. I'm on fire with whatever it is that God's doing. And um, I love the pastor there, Pastor David and his wife, Pastor Patty. They are just sold out to God and to his people. Like they know us. I just love it. I, I do. I, I get excited to even just go. I love church anyways, but I get excited to see what God's going to do next. That is awesome. And that is a great way for us to wrap up our time together today. It's been good. And I just, yeah, thank you so much for everything you've shared and just appreciate the opportunity to do this together and launch the Have a Ministry podcast. Yeah, I pray that God will take this and may it expand. Lord, let it expand and feel his purpose. In Jesus name, that would be awesome. Thank you again. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your time listening to this Let's Share podcast. Our hope is that you receive some inspiration to give and receive because giving plus receiving equals sharing. If you want to learn more about Have a Need a Ministry, go to haveaneedaministry.com. Look forward to connecting soon.